Let's talk about healthcare. You've got more and more people getting older and putting a greater demand on our healthcare system, right? We, we, we talked about the silver tsunami before. As our population ages, more and more of them require more medical care. And at the same time, a lot of them are leaving healthcare. They're retiring. They're no, so they're no longer pro, uh, providing the service and they're demanding more of the service. So that equation is pretty simple and it's happening in all kinds of sectors, not just healthcare, but that's the one we focus on quite a bit for good reason, right? But that's the problem that we're facing and we see simply are not producing enough people domestically to meet that soaring demand. So the government has said we're going to bring in more people from other places around the world to help fill that need. The provincial government has done the same thing, targeting some healthcare workers. All governments seem to have understood that, okay, we need people, we need people. But are we doing enough to make sure that when we welcome all of these people, we have a system in place to accommodate them? If you listen to some of the agencies here in Alberta, they're saying, no, we're not even close. We're not doing any of the things that we need to try and do to make sure that we are in a position to welcome them and, you know, make sure that it all works out for everybody involved. Kelly Kreiderman is uh, Alberta reporter with Globe and Mail and recently took a deep dive into this situation. Kelly, thanks for joining us. I appreciate your time. Nice to be here. It's a, it's I mean, it's sort of a obvious equation to figure out that we need more people here but the demand is obvious because you know we've got hundreds of thousands of people coming to Canada and then arriving in Alberta some of them so let's break it down in terms of numbers how many people are we seeing come to Alberta we know that it, the population is growing pretty rapidly right it is it is it's really amazing the population of Alberta has grown by 200,000 people in the last 12 months so wow. we're at about 4. 7 million people in our province right now. Now, of course, that is a mix of uh, natural increase, natural births, um, uh, interprovincial migration, and immigration. And But what when you break down the numbers, the biggest proportion there is immigration. Okay. Uh, newcomers to the country who are coming to Alberta. And like I said, that's good. I mean, we need those people. I mean, we know mm-hmm. we have shortages in so many sectors. We need Absolutely. these people to come here. Absolutely. We're a country, and you know, the, it's funny because cabinet ministers have been saying this a lot recently too. We're, we're, a, we're a country built on immigration. We, we, and everything you said about demographics in your intro is correct. You know, we have an aging population. Yeah. We don't have enough workers. We don't have enough workers in specific sectors. You know, I was talking to uh, cabinet minister Randy Bozano when he was in Calgary for the stampede this month, and he said we could use a million people uh, new people from uh, other countries in Canada every year, but that would break the system. And that's what I was talking about in a recent column of mine in that if we are inviting people to Canada, if we are opening our arms, we need to be sure that we have basic services in place to help them once they're here. And what I'm hearing from some immigrant settlement service agencies in Calgary is that they are not getting the funding they need to do the basic things, like uh, let people know what kind of services are available when they get to the country, give them a language assessment so they can quickly get into jobs, into education. And all of these systems are being backed up because we are seeing this huge influx of newcomers. And they are telling me that the funding that they're getting from the federal government, which is their primary funder, uh, is not enough to ca- 
cover the influx of people that they're seeing these days. And Kelly, didn't you find that some of these agencies have actually laid off people at a time when you would think they need as many people as they can get, probably more they should be hiring. They're actually laying off people because of funding? Right. The Center for Newcomers in uh, Calgary has laid off, they told me, 58 people in recent weeks, which is astounding to me. You know, they have about 300 people They had 300 people on staff, so that's quite significant. Um, There was another agency that was uh, close to, but has found ways to kind of stay on hold right now. But they have, um, that Calgary Immigrant Services has a huge backlog of doing these language, English language assessments and getting people into English language classes, which the federal government acknowledges is an issue. Alberta is getting a 6% increase overall in funding this year for the province for these kind of services. But what the agencies are telling me is that's not enough. They're telling me a number of temporary programs that were focused on uh, Ukrainian and, and Afghan newcomers are ending, but those people are still coming to the country. Those uh, those people still need services along with a whole bunch of other people from other countries as well. You know, when you, like you say, Boston was in town and they, and they talk a lot about this and, and they're saying, you know, we're doing what we can, but obviously if the need is there, is there a chance that, you know, the pressure could mount? Are these groups speaking with the government or is there, or is this sort of the government saying we're doing all we can? Do you know? I think, I think it's happening, uh, in pockets here and there. Uh, like, uh, Minister Bozano said he is not hearing the same concern expressed by the similar types of agencies in Edmonton as of yet. I talked to BC, they're not seeing the same pressures, but Ontario, they are having some of the same pressures. And you know, Ontario is interesting because Ontario's population has grown by 500,000 people in the last 12 months. Mm-hmm. Of course, uh, that is very significant. Of course, we're talking about a much greater population base to yes. begin with in Ontario, three times Alberta's. So you can see proportionally, Alberta is actually growing more quickly. Ontario obviously has been in the news with uh, refugees and asylum seekers and Toronto not having a place to sleep. And the, fe- uh, the federal government has come in just in the last couple of days with more money for that. And the federal government is saying that they will provide in-year funding if needed. But these agencies say sometimes sometimes payments don't come with the regularity that they should. And it seems like there is a funding issue for the department. And the point of my column is, you know, we already have concerns, big concerns about providing housing for everybody, everybody now and everybody coming to the country. We also have concerns about our health care systems being stretched. And here we're talking about the most basic of services, providing settlement services for newcomers when they arrive. And that is not happening in every case. And we know, you know, so many migrant immigrants also fly to places like Toronto and realize how much housing costs. And they hear that the economy is pretty good in Alberta. So we get secondary migration. From, um, right, like that's the thing, they, they may arrive in Toronto or Vancouver initially, but we know there's net migration to Alberta at a pretty large scale. Right, and this has shifted very quickly, right? You, know, you think about three years ago in Alberta, the economy was not doing great, and, and we yeah. are not getting uh, the interprovincial migration that we were. Now it has shif- shifted very rapidly to the point where Alberta is back in the position where that interprovincial migration and secondary migration of immigrants is happening on a big scale. So we're back 
it's flipped very quickly. And I and it, it seems like the federal funding that follows those immigration settlement agencies hasn't necessarily shifted as quickly. Uh, yeah, Kelly, it's it's an interesting story because it seems like we got, you know, the government saying one thing, but not putting the framework in place. I mean, you can see how this could lead to all kinds of problems, right? I mean, we'll follow this one along. But um, yeah, Kelly, thanks so much for the update. I appreciate it.